so the question before us, guys, is if we now have a special session in Indiana, and the special session was supposed to be about getting the billion dollars back to Hoosier taxpayers. That's how we're going to handle inflation. Uh, just a spoiler alert. That is not how we handle inflation. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. That's the number. You're going to need that number because here's the question. What do you favor? If they're now, based on the words of Governor Holcomb, I expect you to take this up. Is Indiana going to be a state that has no exceptions or some exceptions or many exceptions? Will they have an, in, uh, an exception for rape, for incest, for life of the mother? None of them. Will they have only um, uh, categories based on uh, time in terms of, of gestation? Will uh, Indiana be a state that says um, uh, pregnant is a conception? Life begins at conception. How will they go about this and what are you telling your elected representative 833 got tony is the number 833-468-8669 i want to hear from you but i wanted to share this because there's a lot of being said that somehow judge amy coney barrett i should sorry justice amy coney barrett justice brett kavanaugh justice neil gorsuch they lied in their confirmation hearings regarding Roe v. Wade, and it, it was uh, settled, settled precedent. I remember this back and forth. This, to me, was the moment where you're like, okay, Amy Coney Barrett is, uh, is of serious mind, and she is. She is a serious mind. Sonia Sotomayor is a serious mind. I just find her reasoning deplorable. And I have made the argument she doesn't adjudicate. She votes. And I believe that her record proves me right on that. I'm not calling her a fool. Not for a second. But this was Senator Amy Klobuchar discussing specifically Roe versus Wade in Justice Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation hearing. And how this is being phrased is that, here, here's like, for example, how they put it. Cases like Roe are so well settled that no political actors and no people seriously push for their overruling. Except that's not what she said. The question from Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota and then the response from now Justice Amy Coney Barrett. Well, you also separately acknowledge that in uh, Planned Parenthood v. Casey, the Supreme Court's controlling opinion talked about in the reliance interests on Roe v. Wade, which it treated in that case as super precedent. Is Roe a super precedent? How would you define super precedent? I, I, I actually, I might have thought someday I'd be sitting in that chair. I'm not, I'm up here, so I'm asking okay, you. Okay, well, people so. use super precedent differently. Okay. The way that it's used in the scholarship and the way that I was using it in the article that you're reading from was to define cases that are so well settled that no political actors and no people seriously push for their overruling. And I'm answering a lot of questions about Roe, which I think indicates that Roe doesn't fall in that category. And scholars across the spectrum say that doesn't mean that Roe should be overruled. But descriptively, it does mean that it's a case, not a case that everyone has accepted and doesn't call for its overruling. I don't think. Now I ask you, is that somebody who lied? 
or specifically played out. Some scholars say this, but because of its discussion, it clearly is not accepted by all. She was honest. She was clear. She was forthright. She was direct. She was focused. She was unbelievably well-prepared without a note, and she was smarter than everybody on the Senate Judiciary Panel. And she's sure as hell smarter than the vast, vast, vast majority of protesters in front of the Supreme Court right now. The question before us is, what does Indiana do? Let me at least make a, a, a statement here. If Indiana has a special session where now abortion is coming up and they don't have some laws about abortion, the level of scrutiny come January is going to be overwhelming. The country is going to descend. Indiana has uh, the possibility of being a ground zero state in that way. But the question is, what do you want? Do you want uh, free and legal? I, I call it free, but do you want legal abortion in the state of Indiana? Do you want no exceptions whatsoever? Do you want to be based on time? Do you want to say for the life of the mother, uh, you can have an, an abortion? Where are you? 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669. Let me go to Paul. Paul, welcome to the show. What's your take? Hey, Tony, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Um, I'm from uh, Indiana. I'm, I'll be 26 next month. Um, been uh, been there my whole life up until last March, and uh, been in California. And I know that uh, I would love to see Indiana uh, come and actually leave it up to the the mother, leave it up to the woman, because it is her body. It should be her choice. Uh, however... I don't I don't see that happening um, in the near in, you know, in the near short to near future, because that is against everything Indiana stands for. And they are the south of the north and they will say whatever that. Paul, I got to object to something uh, south of, of, of the north is a very strange line. And the problem with that line is that you're you're making a very disparaging attack on on Hoosiers. You're saying uh, that Indi this is the Indiana of the KKK, which is not, and you don't even recognize the changes of Southern states like Georgia and like Alabama and like Mississippi. And I find that to be something that that shows an unseriousness to to the conversation. Right? That's the that's the problem there. I I, I guess I guess he hung up. I guess he, he didn't appreciate me having a, 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 a statement about his statement because you weren't getting into a conversation of, I think you should leave it up to the mother. You could have left it there. You got into insulting the people of Indiana. That's a worthless argument. Worthless. And this whole idea that Indiana is a southern state pushing up into the north is an attack on the South. It's an attack on Hoosiers. And the worst part is it very often comes from people in Indiana. It is such low-class, low-rent, pseudo-intellectualism that I do uh, dismiss it. And you ruined your own argument, Paul. If you, you had a point of view, I wanted to hear it. You went on the attack. That's, that isn't how any of this works. Nick, welcome to the show. What's going on, Nick? The question for you. 
Uh, how do you think Indiana should engage on this conversation of abortion? Uh, are you in favor of restrictions or no? Um, I'm in favor of restrictions. I think that the only time abortion should be allowed is if uh, the mother's life is in jeopardy, say that she's not handling the pregnancy well, and the baby's killing her. So I think that she should have a right to her own life, for one. Uh, for two, I think in rape cases, it should. And, um, and uh, the third, I think that it should be allowed if the baby is considered brain dead before birth. Well, you got you got a little heavy on 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 the last one, but it, it, it I think that there'll be some people out there who'll be like, okay, he's got a nuanced argument, and I and I'm convinced, Nick, I'm personally convinced that the nuanced argument is going to be the Indiana argument. It's exactly why. Like I think that that legislators, Nick, are, are going to listen to what you just said, and be like, I wonder how many of my constituents weave that web. And I believe the answer is going to be a great number. A great, great number. And I think it is the nuanced conversation that is going to lead to, even if there is, we were discussing that we think the, the um, amount of time you can have in a special session is 30 days. So it's it got called for July 6th, 30 days of special session, called by Governor Holcomb. I don't believe they'll have it done. Because of exactly what you're saying. Because of exactly the nuanced conversation uh, in that. Uh, let me go uh, to John. John, welcome to the show. What's going on, John? Hey, Tony. I have a nuanced view as well. I believe life begins at conception. I believe abortion is morally wrong and except when the life's mother is in danger. But I also have a political view, and I believe that there is a sweet spot where we can save a lot of lives. We may compromise on rape incest up until the second trimester, and then the life of the mother, uh, that, that one never changes for me. But I do believe a nuanced answer is the right answer because it will save innocent lives, and ultimately I believe in a human life amendment that compromises the death penalty and abortion, and I believe that's the way to ultimately go, but that's not going to happen soon. And I think one of the reasons, and, and man, I, John, I appreciate the call. I think one of the reasons that, that you're going to see uh, a fight is certainly there'll be some Republicans who are like, no, uh, no abortion at all. You, until you see a Democrat say, well, what if? Well, what if? We'll, we'll end this problem. Meaning that if any Democrats could come along, would come along, would be willing to come along to recognize the, the reality of, of, of where we're at. You might get the, the, the nuanced conversation becomes a lot easier. A lot easier. But I don't think they will. I don't think they will at all. I think that, that they will be, nope, free, uh, free, they'll say free. Free, legal, they'll, they'll do the, the whole thing. That's where they're gonna be. But man, I'm I'm right there. I am right there. It is the nuanced conversation that I think is going to where be where Hoosiers are, and it's going to keep things from happening. Uh this uh this session. Let me, I'll, I'll take one more. I'll take I never take calls. Come on. I'll take one more. 
Let me go uh, to Ian right there. Ian, welcome to the show. Uh, your take, what, what would you like to see from Indiana on the subject of abortion? Ian, I love you. I thought that was a, a fantastic call. I thought you made a lot of great points uh, right there. Ryan, welcome to the show. Your take, man. Hey, good afternoon, Tony. Um, so here's the situation that I'm kind of seeing. Keep talking uh, um, abortion as it relates to rape, uh, incest, rape, and life of the mother, right? That's always one of the talking points, or three of the big talking points. But the, the reality of the situation is I'm not a doctor, so somebody can call me on this, but the, the, the situation of um, the safety of the mother is so, so rare that it can be almost be taken at, at a case-by-case basis. And the incest and rape thing are kind of too, too packaged in the same thing. When you look at incest cases, they're usually products of rape, right, either by uh, a family member, uh, well, obviously for incest, but then when you look at the thing as a whole and package it back into rape, um, here's the issue. I'm a spouse of a uh, rape survivor, and the issue here comes from when you look at um, the unprosecuted, unconvicted rape rates. It- no, I got I to gotta, I gotta stop you right there just, just for a moment because you're going into a conversation. Not that's a bad conversation, but I need to bring it back to, to our uh, conversation saying that things are are rare right uh how how often is the life of a mother at play i think is, is a fine thing to say but it doesn't change the fact that they're going to have to craft legislation that discusses it so it's not like you could just say well they could do it on a case-by-case basis not if there's not a law that doesn't allow them to engage it on a case-by-case basis that's the story. So the question was, how do we think Indiana should take this? What do you want to see from them? I think it will be the nuanced argument. I think that's the where Indiana's going. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm telling you where I think it's going to be. That said, I am convinced they're not going to have it done in 30 days. We'll see if they prove me wrong. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.